Grabbing Lunch Podcast, Grabbing Lunch Episode 7. This is My Lunch with Rick Overton, Jonathan Kite, and Steve Benequist. Uh, I'm going to get to the episode in mere moments because uh, these guys are hilarious and we had a great time. Really quickly, uh, I just recorded my next stand-up comedy album, which I'm calling American at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday night, and it went great, and I'm really excited to share it with you. Uh, I'm also very excited about the fact that I no longer have to promote my album recording. Uh, So with that in mind, I thought what I'd do at the top uh, instead of promoting is have a little contest of sorts for regular listeners of the show. All right, my friends, uh, the Grabbing Lunch theme song, produced by So Say, has seven movie quotes in it. There are seven movie quotes. If you can correctly identify four of the seven movie quotes in the theme, Shoot me an email to grabbinglunch at gmail.com. And if you are correct, I will send you a free copy of my previous CD, The Comedy Stylings of Matt Knutson, as a thank you for listening to the show. So uh, four out of seven movie quotes gets you a free copy of my CD, Comedy Stylings. It's grabbinglunch at gmail.com, and you are a winner. You can also find the album on mattknutson.com, as well as links to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or just sign up for my email list, M-A-T-T-K-N-U. D-S-E-N.com. Okay, my guests for lunch today are Rick Overton. Rick is a towering figure in the stand-up comedy community. He's also a phenomenal actor and improviser. Rick Overton's been in everything. I mean, he's Rick Overton. He was in uh, Groundhog Day, The Informant, Seinfeld, The Office. I could literally go on and on and on. Uh, You can see who he is if you don't know him already uh, on his website, rickoverton.net, O-V-E-R-T-O-N.net. You see videos of him, uh, catch some of his stand-up date appearances, rickoverton.net. And for the record, Rick sounds like this. They're they're sort of preloaded... Wrist rocket, slingshot, trembly arm, can't hold it anymore. <laughs> Sense of synthetic outrage is going to pop on anything. Also joining me is Jonathan Kite, another great actor and comedian who's currently playing the role of Oleg the Chef on Two Broke Girls on CBS. Uh, Jonathan has been a good buddy for a long time, and I could not be happier for him and more proud of his success. So uh, you can find him on Twitter and keep in touch. He's hilarious on there. It's at JB Kite, K-I-T-E, Jonathan Kite. And for the record, Jonathan Kite. Sounds like this. I have a good joke about Chris Brown, where I go, I make fun of Chris Brown, and I go, don't feel so bad for him, he had a seizure, finally something hit back. (laughs) And lastly, and certainly not leastly, Steve Benequist, 
comedian, actor, writer. You've read his stuff on Huffington Post, National Lampoon. He has great videos on YouTube. Uh, check him out. You'll probably recognize him for a bunch of other things, too. Uh, follow him on Twitter. I think he has a link to his website from there. It's at Steve Benequist, B-E-N-A-Q-U-I-S-T, at Steve Benequist, and at Steve Benequist, and the real Steve Benequist. Sound like this. Carl Jr. is a stupid name for restaurants. <laughs> Who the hell's Carl Sr.? He's you know, he's it's Carl's possessive junior. I'm younger than Carl, I am Carl's Jr. <laughs> Anyone who's younger than Carl is Carl's Jr. So for lunch, uh, Rick, Jonathan, Steve, and myself went to the counter in Studio City, which is a make-your-own-hamburger restaurant here in Southern California. I don't know if they're all over the country or what, but uh, it was the counter in Studio City. We were right in the middle of the lunch rush hour, so it was a little live uh, at the beginning, but it emptied out pretty quickly, and, uh, and and we had a great time. So I just finished doing the post on this. I listened back to the whole episode, and I laughed just about as much as I did when we recorded it live, so I hope you guys enjoy it too. Make sure and stay in touch with the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Give us a follow on SoundCloud. Also, the Grabbing Lunch podcast is on iTunes, and a special thank you to Elisa Marie Torres at Apple for featuring the podcast on the iTunes homepage as new and noteworthy. Very cool. Uh, Give it a five-star rating. Write a nice review. Do it. And, of course, uh, we are also on Stitcher Radio. Uh, You can learn more about the guests, see pictures, uh, listen to previous episodes. We have the website, grabbinglunch.com. Check that out. Um... Find us on Twitter, at Grabbing Lunch. And, of course, I'm always at MattKnutson.com for all things Knuts. Okay, so with that, here is my lunch with Rick Overton, Jonathan Kite, and Steve Benequist at The Counter. Let's eat. It's hard. It's so funny that we're going digital, and now they're spending a fortune on digital to make it work like film again. Right. The thing they ran from. I know it. Well, you can tell. I just watched Talented Mr. Ripley again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that film, 97. And you can just tell that it is shot on film. And it breathes better. There's just something. I actually saw Alexander Payne and Bruce Dern's film, Nebraska, last night. Wow. Oh, how is it? As good as you think it's going to be. I love Bruce Dern. Amazing. Bruce Dern is one of my favorites. I I read for that part. For the part of the brother. I was going... Well, you're friends with Will, right? Will. Forte. No. Oh, so he was there. He's a friend, and we hung out afterwards. And, and he actually did a Q&A with Odenkirk. It was so Amazing. fun. It was a double feature with Paper Moon at the New Bev Cinema. Wow. Paper Moon. It was so wonderful. Tatum well, O'Neill. The youngest at the time to ever win an Academy Award. <laughs> was she like, like seven, eight? Yeah. Like she was eight years old. Eight years old, old yeah. And Anna Paquin was younger by just but, slightly for the piano. But in that family, she was 40. Yes, yeah. <laughs> at the time, so she's got to be in her 80s now. Right, yeah. She lived that long with the O'Neill family. I used to see Ryan O'Neill at the Playboy Mansion all the time. Oh, yeah? Making the... Making the... Making Matt? Making the... Making Matt. Making Matt. He was making the <laughs> <laughs> Cooking with celebrities, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's like always exciting. Um, yeah, cooking with Ryan O'Neill. Cooking. No one will no air it. <laughs> Right. The police footage is the only <laughs> These are my hothead deviled eggs. <laughs> Everything you is better now. You had better fucking try them. Yeah, he kept it. I'm not even kidding. Only stuff that he can gum. <laughs> <laughs> he, loves, he makes a ton of gum and candy. Uh, a ton of soup. A ton of soup. 
grilled cheese. I don't know. I, I can't do grilled cheese. Peas. Peas. That's great. Your boy sounds so funny. They just hang out and just. <laughs> There's nobody there. <laughs> just him yelling at a wall. I, yeah. had, a, I had a character <laughs> called, called Dog Meat Charlie. Yeah, it was oh, called wow. Down Homeless Cooking. Yeah. And it was a homeless guy that used a trash can fire. And then you and then he always had an assistant that was a cat right. that he would yell at to get condiments for him. <laughs> and then every episode would pull out and you'd realize he was yelling at a brick wall. There was no camera. He was insane. Dog meat Charlie. Uh, nothing that's being recorded. It's yeah, just nothing. shouting. It's great. Did you ever cut to his internal POV with the cat in there? Right. And then cut great. away to the external over the shoulder. Nothing there and him responding back into conversation <laughs> that again would from be his, awesome. his eye view. They wouldn't let me do it when I did a sketch show. I pitched that sketch and yeah. they wouldn't they were like, You can't uh, you can't make fun of the homeless. Well, I said, unless it's hilarious. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like, you know, Damon Wayans in the yeah, original. Yeah, or Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Oh, so you have to be black. That's right. Is what they were telling me. Because I thought Tracy Morgan did a hilarious take. And Damon Wayans, when they did Homeless Guys out of Living Colorado. There is a lot of PC that has stood in the way of a joke. I have found some of my rougher shows. I've been for... Fundraisers or charities for liberal causes. Yeah. Because if you get one detail wrong in a joke, which you have to, because <laughs> what are the odds of a Jew and a Catholic and a Protestant all walking into the same right. bar and Very talking unlikely. at the same right. time? You know? <laughs> Unless they're in there for a Mexican standoff. <laughs> Crying out loud, let me bend a couple of things to throw a hint of an essence of truth in there. Right. You know? Did you hear any like coughs like? Eh, eh, like okay, yeah, okay. yeah right. right. <laughs> I actually, uh, I, we didn't even talk about this. I kind of went to your last show at the the Complex Theater. I was at another show at a theater next door, and I went to the backstage area and heard some of your set and heard some of Hal Sparks' set. What was that? The stand-up show was that? It was like two weeks ago. Saturday or Sunday? Uh, Saturday. What were we talking about? Relationship, sex-oriented stuff? It was politics. Oh, it was politics. That's Sunday. Sunday show. So, the Sunday show uh, was about what the topic was, should there be more than a two-party system? Right, that was it. That was the topic, and everybody did their take on it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's going to be... It has some of the essence and feel of uh, Comedy Nation is the name of the show, cool. and it's Bill Bronner's baby, and John Fugelsang was hosting. Oh, I love John. And uh, we had a, a large panel of great folks. Hello. Fries or anything right now? Um, Parm fries. Parmesan fries. Parm fries. We'll split. We'll fight over it like wolves. <laughs> yes. Do you want anything besides water? Ice tea. Can I have a Coke? Okay, he wants yep. Coke. What do you want? Um, I'll take a, I'll take a Coke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, did you guys already write your burger orders? I'm going to get this son of a bitch. Eat the, not your granny's turkey, says the placard. Oh. Granny will be so disappointed. The elderly out, yeah. man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Outsourcing. I'm that way. <laughs> this is your Asian grandma's turkey sandwich. <laughs> you know, I did a charity event on Friday for, for epilepsy. And I have a... For or against? Well, I was against it. I had a good joke about Chris Brown, where I go, I make fun of Chris Brown, and I go, don't feel so bad for him. He had a seizure. Finally, something hit back. And, uh, and I didn't say that joke. Right. But there was some of it, you could tell, 
that I do a lot of political stuff. I do a, I do a Rush Limbaugh impression. Uh, Steve just parked. And I do um, an Obama impression. And they did not care for the Rush Limbaugh at all. And, I, and, and, and it's, it was in my own hometown. Thank you very much. It was in my own hometown of Chicago, or Naperville, a suburb. And, I was going to uh, say, I thought you were from Naperville. No, I'm not. I wasn't going to say that. Hilarious. I just, don't, how dare you? Why would you say a thing like that? <laughs> Those conservative folks. What would make you say a thing like that to the Spaniard? Thank you, sir. <laughs> you don't even My put lawyer. him in Chicago. You don't leave him in a... You abandon him on some out An of An hour in a shanty town? <laughs> just for the record, I'm a terrible person. That's the only reason I said that. Terrible... Thank, thank you, sir. Terrible people Welcome thank back you. to Terrible People with Matt Knudsen. Yes. <laughs> it's a new name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible people. I just so there get, we are. Get terrible friends. With terrible people. So they don't. Naperville. Naperville. They don't. Uh, they didn't care for some of that stuff, and um, it was true though. You know, with those benefits and stuff, because I think a comedy club audience, as you guys have had much more experience and wealth of knowledge on this than I, that you people are expecting to go out and be poked, or at least to hear ideas. I agree with that. And I think that a lot of charities are expecting. They don't, well, I think, A, they don't know what they're expecting, and I think especially if they see you on TV or if they see Groundhog Day, they think that you'll be that guy. And I think that with my experience... Um, and add to it, in a charity event, you didn't just spend 10 bucks to get it. Right. That's exactly right. You've got to be another $180 fucking <laughs> funnier than the 10-buck entry fee to these people, and I don't... I, they're, they're sort of preloaded wrist rocket slingshot trembly arm can't hold it anymore <laughs> sense of synthetic outrage is going to pop on anything that's right uh, oh we got to fill out our hamburger orders on the tray here yeah i just need one more minute but yeah thank you yeah this is like hey i spent two hundred dollars and i'm wearing a tie um yeah yeah no no pants no pants just the tie they were actually i want a comedy boner fellas I'm a, I'm just a salesman for the Cattleman Steakhouse, and and I just I came here to have a laugh and a bone. Where's my bone? Where's my laugh? <laughs> On top of that. On top of that bone, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, but you know, they were actually incredibly kind to me. I think a lot of it, they just, it wasn't. The material just didn't sit right with them. I do a lot of impressions. And oh, I who's said, your latest? Um, I'm trying to do Paul Giamatti. I've seen it. It's great. Thanks. It's, it's I say really, I do Paul really Giamatti. Great. Let me see Giamatti. I say, all right, all right. Here's the thing. I say I want to do. He he has these eyes. Right? <laughs> Flip it out. He goes now. I said, hey, well, he's ruined doing presidents. I said, why is Daniel Day Lewis a British man playing Lincoln? Because the last American we let play a president was Paul Giamatti as John Adams, <laughs> and he fucked it up. <laughs> He fucked it up. I go, I go, sorry, Emily, everybody. Sir, sir. Into okay. that parking lot song. Ten minutes ago. That's okay. Hey. How are you, buddy? Good, Good. Take, Good. take a load off. I say, um, yeah, I say, uh, yeah, Do Sam Adams is now more popular. Amy Adams. <laughs> Patch Adams is now more popular than John Adams. <laughs> you know, he was our second president, but the first president to not get reelected. And if any, if he was anything like Paul Giamatti, I can see why. We're not drinking Pino. We're not he drinking. We're dumping, we're dumping tea. One added letter. We're dumping Merlot. And he just flattens his hey eyebrow, and then does his big spears under the eyebrow. Like oh, yeah. And his head, head hinges forward and tilts sideways. <laughs> he's always he tilts it sideways. He's always yelling at you for That's it. It's head down, <laughs> yeah. head down, eyes up. And he's shaking. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. 
Yeah, it's got some work on that book now. That's it. That that finalizes it. Now it's visual perfection. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Did you see the illusionist? I'm just I'm just working on now. Thank you. The illusionist with uh, uh, Paul I learned the the impression off of an interview that he did on the radio. That was one of the illusionists. Oh yes. It's just right here. Oh, I can. In the last scene oh, of The Illusionist, where they like tell the story and how it happened, it intercut with him like figuring it out in his mind. Like, oh, this is so basically like the director's like, all right, this is the last scene of the movie. For for about two minutes, put the pieces together in your mind, and we'll intercut. So it's that's a tall order to give to an actor. Like, oh my oh, god, oh, they have to rethink oh, the whole thing, the whole movie. It's just like we're gonna roll. You for about seven minutes. Which, which the, the, the illusionist with Ed Norton? Oh, it yeah. came out the same yeah. time that the Prestige did. And yeah. it guy, wasn't the Prestige. I yeah. have to. Uh, that's seven pages. That's minimum seven just gray pages. <laughs> <laughs> There's no black and white anymore. That's the a perfect blur, term for gray, it. Yeah. Memorization. That's the trick, man. Well, it's just the director but yelling you out. Would be, you'd be so happy someone gave you one of those. Yeah. You would. You would meet it. Yeah. Right. The director's just yelling out, sadder. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had emotional cues. Yeah, because he used to he used to uh, direct mixed nuts with a Z, the improv troupe with Paul Giamatti. Oh yeah, right. Nuts. Give me a location and a motivation. <laughs> Give me a, a, motica- a motivation and a level of sadness. A location and a level of despair. Chopping <laughs> mall seven. <laughs> That's how all this seems. I need a suggestion for a reason to be angry. A reason to commit suicide. A last note in a suicide note. A last line in a suicide note. Oh shit! Life left me. This is bullshit. You see him in Twelve Years a Slave. It was yeah. awesome. That movie was incredible. Yes. yes. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it, it wasn't the only distracting stunt casting in that movie. I thought was Brad Pitt. Every other celebrity I thought fit right in. It was like, this is not taking away from it. including Giamatti. No, I thought Paul Giamatti looked incredibly accurate. Yeah. People were up there back then. There's, uh, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't have. No, I just mean they didn't have lips. <laughs> you know, every set. Was the like, Philadelphia lipless. <laughs> every movie set now is like you know. It, Quiet town. Everything was normal till first bender. <laughs> this big mouth comes to biting into the set, you know. <laughs> He's gonna do a one-man show called Jaws <laughs> on Broadway. Where it's, the, it's the perspective of the shark. Yeah, and only one man can combat him. Hoo-ha! Only one man can combat him. Oh! Who do you think that might be? He's playing the Roy Scheider part. You're right. Pacino. Pacino is Roy Scheider to fight the great white. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. Boat. That is. No, he, he has. Wow. I, I actually, I want to look closer to see if he has an extra layer of teeth. Fastbender? Yeah, to see if he has two. The extra jaw. Yeah, the extra out, jaw. Bites your, He's like alien. Bites the camera shot off of you back on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always in 3D now. <laughs> Inappropriately shot. There's, there's no, no, there's no reason. It comes off as 3D. Yeah, yeah. he's so That's damn it. good, man. Yeah, he is. Hey, this is a roast, man, because you're too damn good. He just is. So I'm sure he's, mean, he's probably listening to it, so yeah, he's probably good just, to If you ever get this gets back, this is a problem, man. I included him in the tweet. Oh, as you should. As you should. Yeah, he is. Astonishingly good. Did you see Shame? 
Yeah. Oh my God. It's brave. It's brave, man. It's brave stuff. Yeah. Good he's no stuff. Benedict Cumberbatch. But <laughs> yeah. he's certainly no Cumberdick Benabatch. <laughs> the next wave. I, that I can guarantee you he's not that guy you said. Uh, what is that you say? Steve Benequist, who joined us moments oh, ago, yes. has now filled out the menu. <laughs> I, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm so absorbed in this. I'm, I'm he chose the counter. And I'm, I'm a novice. I've never eaten here, so... There's options. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's great. You've never eaten here before? No. Hey, fellas, you haven't seen the future of hamburgers. I was going to say, we <laughs> sound like we're doing well. a, a, a counter a commercial. Yes. Wait a minute, you've never eaten here before? Well, then I'm you haven't lived. lived. Well, I'm dead. Well, it's 1957. How could a burger get me better? Come with me to the future, boys. Where are we? The counter? Boy, I recognize that. That's Ventura Boulevard. That's right. I, that's Where's the only the thing they recognize. It's a Barnes and Noble. It was burned down. It was in a terrible fire where everyone perished. But look. What the hell are these? Yam fries. <laughs> Ew. Take me back to 57. Everything's so much smaller in 57. That's because it's not full of drugs. <laughs> and you guys are so much taller and bigger. Yes, we are. Giants of the future. Because we the are counter. full of drugs. Yeah. We're full of drugs. drugs. The counter. <laughs> <laughs> little idiocracy action there. That's yeah, right. We love you. It's got, it's got electrolytes and you. shit. <laughs> what does it say? This is a fuck you, I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, I'm eating. Carl it's Jr. Fun. <laughs> finally, Fuddruckers gave up and became Fuddruckers. <laughs> they gave up on They iron. stopped just alluding to sounding dirty. They became dirty for real. Yeah. You, that's me. I'm going to get the Not Your Granny's turkey. Awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And if by God it turns out to be his granny's turkey, <laughs> there will There's be this old woman slaving back there like rings. a sweatshop Sweat. back there. Someone took my turkey burger. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's this doily doing? In <laughs> this is my granny. There's a help message in the burger. <laughs> they have me shackled back here. That's just made of your granny. Yeah, yeah. it's all. Oh. It's the last one. Oh, it's the last one available. Oh, you're talking about the, the, the precious the wrinkles in this meat. It's a tongue sandwich. <laughs> I'll take one of those too. Those two? I'll it. eat granny as well. <laughs> That's why you guys are able to talk. You didn't have to fashion your own thing out of this director set. Yeah. Yeah. Menu. But I've been here. Okay. You know, Steve, the hunter in Man is Dead. This is the last of the hunting we do is checking off the separate things <laughs> that make this meal up. That's right. Yeah. We're not going to cook it ourselves, but we're going to The hunter is now the gatherer. The hunter is at the counter. The hunter is now the gatherer. Yeah, and he's calling it hunter. It's right. Shh. It's hunter. Mm-hmm. Be quiet. I'm hunting bargains. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer Fudd for Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really well done omitting the R from bargains. I think I really saw it. Bargains. What's Bargain. a bargain? A toboggan? Bargains. I don't know how to... How... They didn't really pin down the R's with that character. He I wasn't an R-based the... guy. No. No, no we... Bargains. It's a weird word for his... I think it'd be bogging. I think you, you nailed it. Bogging. <laughs> Cover right away with a noise or a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Make up uh, like Charlie Fleischer, very smart. Yeah. Please, yeah. please, I mean. Well, you had to make a trait sound. Yeah. Yes, that's easily identifiable no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing for him to come out with that character so far after. It's like how what Kenny does with uh, SpongeBob. I just ran into him on the dog park hill. Oh. We just walked for an hour. It's and amazing oh, though. Really? After you know that you find that one thing. Yeah. 
that instantly goes dark. That I know who that character is. Right. Yeah. With the Golden Age, and that's what all those Golden Age Merry Melody characters have. Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. right. Incredible. Yes. I thought that Chuck Jones was more of an innovator than Hanna-Barbera that seemed very derivative of all sitcom copycat yes. themed yes. characters. So well, a lot of Art Carney showed up two, three times. Of course. Boo Boo has the collar. Uh, uh, Barney Silver. Rubble. Uh, Silver's his top cat. Yeah. But Barney Rubble. Dep uh, uh, who actually Deputy was Dog by is uh, blank. Oh, was he? Yeah. Deputy and, and Dog was who? Barney Rubble. Oh, Deputy Dog was Andy of Mayberry. Oh, yeah. Um, Doggy, Doggy Daddy is Jimmy Durante. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even try to hide Yeah, Rich them. Little. <laughs> Rich just Little just did the cast of Hanna-Barbera. Who's the pink guy? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. It was like a Paul Lynn's <laughs> type cat. Yeah. Not even. Stage left even. Jackie Vernon and stuff. Uh, was the anteater. No, that was the Patty uh, Field. I guess at the time they could just say, it. well, it's an homage to these people. They don't have yeah, to right. admit to it being a straight bite. Yeah, is well, that what you're going to say on, the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the, the line on the check? Right. Exactly. Yeah, but they put canned laughter on a cartoon. <laughs> That's my <laughs> favorite thing about the Flintstones. Is it? And the cigarette. The Winston cigarette Commercials. What's the animated? What do they pay the animated warm-up <laughs> guy that has to keep the crowd alive in between set changes oh. and takes? They got to keep, they gotta keep writing. Yeah. They got to keep drawing him. Yeah, yeah. he's got to draw new material and drawing the audience <laughs> every time. These guys are this guy's not laughing hard enough. I was doing the racist face. Where's the everybody from? Where's he from? Came in from Korea. You're all from Korea. All right. <laughs> that was the only thing we had from Korea. Now I, I read somewhere so like animation. the laugh tracks uh, that they still use were all recorded in like the 50s and early 60s. So most Lucy yes. laughs. Yeah, yeah. Most that one, <laughs> the yeah. one guy that you always hear sticking out. I can't imitate it, but he has kind of a high hooting laugh. You can hear him in like 50 different shows. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah right. exactly. But it, it said like it, the, the, the premise was like most of the people who are laughing at the shows now have been dead for years. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that, that, in a way that kind of makes sense. You know? Years and years of it pre recorded and sampled and adjusted now. You don't really need a real crowd anymore. Uh, you know what's amazing? When we do the show, uh, the show that I'm on, um, people ask often, it comes up, do we use canned laughter? Right. And it's amazing that we don't, that the audience is such an energy. Yeah. And they're, it is, <coughs> we are so time. thankful that they are there and we appreciate them more than they'll probably ever know. Because it's a dance. I mean, all of us have done um, stand-up and then we all have done sitcoms, but in a great way with the sitcom, they're letting you know if the story is clear. And if it's not clear, what's missing, and then they can go back and rewrite it. Right. And with something like canned laughter or a lot of single cam stuff, you don't know if it's working right. until perhaps the Nielsen ratings come out. Thank you very much. And so it's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, I did this uh, like right. a Disney kids show, and we were on this other stage where they didn't um, they didn't have a live audience for that particular portion because it was like kind of B, it was kind of B unit. Yeah. But all the producers and the director of the episode were standing behind the monitor, and they were like they themselves were laughing when the parts were where they would add the laughter. <laughs> oh, you can always <laughs> hear the writers' <laughs> jokes because they <laughs> you know, know who like, wrote it. Ah, right? ah, it's not a laugh. It's a yeah. help. <laughs> Keep me on staff. <laughs> Don't fire me. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Please, someone join me. I've got kids. 
Ha, 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 ha. The cheese laughs alone. Kids laugh. No, this sucks. This sucks, Dad. <laughs> they have four of them in a cage. <laughs> they just keep rotting. Um, <laughs> well, even in Annie Hall, which is... What was it, 1977? That is yeah. a long time yeah. ago they're commenting on the Sweden laughs. Remember yes. we visited this friend in L.A. with his studio? Yes. Right. Cat's Tony. This is Tony. Tony Robert. One thing I have noticed, and I'll say this, with this, it helps to take smaller bites of things so your mouth isn't as full. Just in case you need to say something in a moment. If you like the first couple it episodes, feels like I like really wants to eat a lot of these fries. That's why. That's why I said it. I want most of the fries. I don't want to take all Came that from a place of selfishness and greed. This, um, <laughs> I was going to say, this podcast just became calling you out with Matt Knudsen. <laughs> what was the other one? Shitty yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. Shitty, yeah, shitty, shitty people. people. Well, let's just uh, take shitty people out to lunch and uh, record what happens. <laughs> <laughs> just real douchebags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Called Let's Break Up. <laughs> Matt takes out a series of girlfriends yeah. if you weren't married. This is the only way I could come up with. I, I didn't, uh, the series not on. Sometimes it's on a lot. Yeah. Sometimes it's not on for like six months. <laughs> so you said you wanted to take me to sort of a magical place? Yeah. It's a different kind of magic. <laughs> some, things, some spells, you're trying to break the spell. Right. I've wanted to take you on this episode for at least three months, but this is the first time I've had the courage to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Steve and I actually went to a friend of ours' wedding last night, which yeah. I have to say, probably the wedding of the the, the, the year. Well, they declared it the wedding of the year, which in November is a bold move. In January, maybe you say that, but... Our, our friend Chris McKenzie got married. I don't know if you guys know Chris McKenzie. He got McKenzie. married yesterday? Yeah. 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 And he's a... Uh, He's an ex-circus clown. He's an actor and an improviser. And so, like, when they were announced as a couple, um, one of the, the groomsmen gave everyone these clown noses. So they came into the, the like, the, the hall after they had just got married and taken the pictures and come back, and everyone was wearing, like, these red clown noses and just like, yeah! It was really beautiful. It was oh, really, really well, nice. Where's the photo of it? It sounds like someone's I'll nightmare who hates clowns. <laughs> Wake up, yeah. honey. <laughs> honey, you're, you're choking me. Honey, you're hurting me. <laughs> you almost killed me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let me see if I can find the... Uh, uh, I think Brian Brighter posted one. I know he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I emailed him the picture, and it was just like, hey, here's a, here's Here a private. Here's actually, uh, oh, oh, uh, I hate was this new format where it skips away on us. Yeah. Ah. There's a picture. I sent it to uh, another friend of ours, Brian, and then go, within five minutes, he had put it up on Facebook. It was like, uh, okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, guys listening at home and girls listening at home, don't you love when podcasts go to the visual aid portion? Yeah. Here, let me show you these pie charts. Here's the thing. Let me show you the secret <laughs> to life in a pictogram. <laughs> what what I do. Whip it out. With, with this, if you it's go on the whipping website, it out with Matt Knudsen. <laughs> I think we should just keep spitballing names. We'll come up with a good one soon. Yeah, Love it. We're showing Matt that we don't like the name of his podcast right. at all by just constantly coming up with ridiculous names he won't use. I had some oh, thoughts. That's great. What, what? I had some notes. Pitching Knudsen is <laughs> a documentary I'm doing. Totally Knudsen. Oh, I like that. Tasteful like Knudsen. I like that too. I, um, it's always great getting notes on something that's a completely autonomous project that, that no one's trying to. Yes, but it's already been decided. Not the juice. 
or Knudsen, not the dairy, or that's Knudsen? Knudsen. No. <coughs> it's Knudsen, but they pronounce it Knudsen. Actually, Knudsen Dairy does pronounce it Knudsen. But in the commercials, they just do Knudsen. I don't know why. Somebody's like, who recorded that? Why did, why did we not look over any of the things we were recording and putting out in the air for as our brand? <laughs> quality control, why is the quality, if the quality control was so bad on their commercials, how was it on their dairy? <laughs> <laughs> These fries are delicious. Good call. Yes. Well done, Rick. If you By must, Rick Overton. If you must die from something. I was going to say that die with culinary honor. Under an avalanche of Parmesan fries. <laughs> eating your way out. Uh, you're like a baby alien. <laughs> you said earlier that the food slows us down, and I was like, I think it's the parm fries um, that are slowing us down. Uh, yes. Yeah. Are you a cagey veteran of the counter, Rick? What? Are you a cagey veteran? You come here a lot, or? Fine. I don't, I don't, I don't do this whole routine every time. But I, I earned it today. Just did a big walk up and down the hill. Absolutely. Oh, those immediately back idea. to unhealthy food from Good. a huge healthy workout. Sure, that's the it. routine. Little of this, lot of that. <laughs> it's the only way to go through life. Yes, sir. Actually, uh, Reese Darby is here at the, one of the tables. Yeah, yeah. Reese Darby. I love him. Yeah, he's. I can see him sitting over there. Who is in? Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords. He's a great uh, comedian, too. Spying on celebrities with Matt Knudsen. That's a, he was <laughs> Why do we meet here? <laughs> I got a word. I got a tip-off that Reese Darby was going to be I here. I follow TMZ on Twitter. And they told me that... Yeah. Actually, I did I did an episode of the IHOP. on that uh, radio, uh, the, the hippie radio on the boat. Oh, yeah. yeah Pirate radio. radio. He was wonderful in that movie. Yeah. He sure was. Yeah, He's super-duper nice. I did a weekender with him and uh, Morgan Murphy at the Irvine Improv. This well, is a couple like? few years ago. What's that? What's the stuff? Really physical. He's funny. He does a lot of like... <laughs> he does yeah. like robotic noises. and What's that? Michael Winslow? No, it's not like that. It's more... Um, is he Australian or New Zealand? Uh, I think he's New Zealand. He, he's the Aussie or New Zealanders Michael Winslow, yes, in their yeah. Police Academy movies. Yeah. When yeah, they actually, do it. I saw, I mean, he gets joked about a lot in comedy circles, but I saw him do, uh, at the silent movie theater, uh, Michael Winslow, uh, gave sound to silent films, uh, and and it was really astounding. Michael Winslow is very talented. incredibly talented. Yes. Yeah. Very funny. He even, and he took a couple famous uh, Star Wars scenes, and turned the sound off and did all the characters' voices, the music, the sound effects. The, yeah. the I thought you meant Reese Darby, who's talking <laughs> about in comedy circles. And I'm like, I think he's kind of respected. I think he's got a pretty good rep. Talking shit. Well, with Steve Benequist. That's your podcast. Oh, we're doing simultaneous yes. podcasts. I guess I could just go over and tell him that if I really thought. It's like Inception. Did, it's did a you podcast. Guys like, did you guys yeah. like Lee Evans? I don't know, I don't know who that is. British cat, big ears. He did some acting films with Jackie Chan for a little bit, but he came out of I do know who he is. He's very funny. He comes out on stage. He was in Mouse Hunt. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And he comes out on stage, and there's someone pulling the mic cord, pulling him back off stage again the entire set. So he comes out and he's <laughs> dragging him back off set, and he untangles, tangles to it starts. It's uh, very inventive, wonderful physical comedy. They were saying he was in the UK's. Jim Carrey. Wow. Huh. In the late 80s and early 90s. Wow. Some really smashing stuff. He had some good hits here. He was in um, the episode, uh, Something About Mary. Something About Mary. Who did he play it? The guy who pretended to be the cripple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forward, backward. Robbery. Yeah, right. <laughs> he played Ben Stiller in Something About Mary. <laughs> he played the jizz. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh. the Daniel Day-Lewis uh, of fluids. I, <laughs> I was up for that, but they went a different way. <laughs> you were too big. There's no way that they think 
think that this much comes out of Ben's door. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much hair gel. They went a different way. That's my favorite. That's your agent. La 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 la. La 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 la. How come that only gets used in showbiz? You know, like uh, Germany in 1940. We. Warren's going to attack you, but then we went another way. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather hear that. One time I was like in an office waiting to audition for something, and uh, uh, the, one of the secretaries or you know the receptionist was giving feedback. It was obviously like an agent or manager calling for feedback. Thank you. And um, she said to her, oh, no, she said she said to to the woman on the phone, she's like, oh um, yeah, we had much, uh, we, we had several more strong, like we had a. Okay, I want to I want to get the drive. She said, oh, we had a lot stronger options. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. I'm not trying that hard to be polite. You probably want to wrap this call up with me anytime. We had a lot stronger <laughs> we're options. We're, we're heading downhill. I'll, yeah. start, I'll just start being honest in a second. Can't you just say you went a different way? No, you were. We saw a lot of people. You were the worst. <laughs> what about my feelings? Fuck also don't like you personally. <laughs> I, I, I think you dress like shit. Your hygiene is questionable. You need new headshots. You remind me of my ex-husband. Yeah. Uh, uh, actors and wounded animals both get the headshots. Uh, headshots with magnificent. <laughs> headshots. I go on someone's headshot photography section. We should say that by the way, when the president is only elected to one term. And then when there's somebody new, we say, the country went a different way. <laughs> Hilarious. So true, true too. Pardon my, pardon my reach. Um, that, so that personally happened to you? It, I'm sure it's happened many times, but I've, it's been buffered by my representation. No, they just went a different way. But what did they really say? They said you didn't do a good job and, you know, <laughs> made people uncomfortable. We went a different way. A way of talent. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Why did you send me the email? There was no reason for that. Hilarious. Um, what are some bad... That's funny. Like, what, I, you must have a ton of them. Uh, I weird it. audition stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I looked at your... Uh, please IMDb. don't share. Whatever you do, keep them to yourself, Rick. For God's sake. For God's sake, this is a serious podcast of <laughs> of head wounds, head wounds, headshots, headshots, and headshots and one memories. Time I was auditioning, and I and I really kind of wanted this part. Ugh, the kiss of death. Yeah, and you want it, and you really. I'm working, and I'm acting the fuck out of it, but I. I got to turn the ringer off on my phone. <laughs> so the phone goes off, and the direct casting director goes, use it. Oh. So I, I pick it up. But the scene took place in 1800. I was going to say he's a caveman. <laughs> yeah. He's a little dead caveman. But I touch it, and then the, uh, all those pop Zarathustra stars, and suddenly I'm beating a pig with a bone. Oh, wow. No, but, I love uh, it. I, uh, I, I got a text that I'd gotten this other job during the audition, and so it kind of threw me. I was really trying to do both things at once now and get back to the dialogue of the other thing from the, from the other thing. But I'd, I'd gotten this other part that would actually conflict and go into the same time as the other piece would work. So I was very so it, you have to immediately frame your head down. I just hope you see me for future purposes now. You yeah. Know? That's a recent weird one. I've had weird ones in the past where I got very close and then an offer would come down the road. And a big name would just take the part out of the blue. Yeah, yeah it's happened to me. I've gotten very close. We decided to go with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> hey, hey, Rick, do you know who Michael Fassbender is? I love him. So do we. So do we. You're out. <laughs> <Michael>. <laughs> Giant head as you're going to the final. Uh, 
with a with a shark fin on your head, yeah. hoping to somehow beat him out of this. Thanksgiving burgers. Oh, yeah, that's us. Thank you. No problem. Thanksgiving uh, burgers. We didn't see anybody better all day. Unfortunately, yesterday. Yeah, yes. it's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke that we wrote yes. in a in a. In a you can stack these up in a, in a show that we're writing about an agent who, who has that to say to one of the characters. Can I put this over there? Um, can I get a uh, Do you need your fork? Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Got the gluten free bun? Yeah. There you go. Wow. Thank you very much. Um, any Tabasco or mustard to go with this? Uh, not for me, thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this? Oh. I'm just gonna. This is where people use the bathroom. That's right. While we figure out our food situation, <laughs> where we really don't care about the audience anymore, and make it very clear. Now we know why this place is called the counter. The table is only as big as a counter. It is as big as a counter. <laughs> um, I had an audition one time where I was auditioning for a new um, agent, and I went in there with my manager to meet them, and they. They asked nothing of me prior to the meeting, just to show up. Right. So I sit in there with the assistant and um, the, the guy who owns the agency and this woman who is um, kind of the second in command. And so I go in there, they, they wanted to meet my manager because he had repped some of the other clients that they, um, he currently repped some of the other clients that they had repped. And you know, in this business, you don't necessarily always see people face to face for quite some time until you, you know, if you used to work with them on the phone. So I get in there and they, and all of a sudden they interview me and I'm like having a good time and they go, well, now bring out the monologue that you've prepared, <laughs> which I was never asked. And, and, and thus far, it's the only time in LA and I've been out here over 10 years, I have never been asked to present a monologue before or after. And so as soon as I said I didn't have a monologue, the owner of the agency became very visually disgusted with me and kind of angry. And he thought I was not treating the meeting with respect and wanted to dismiss me immediately. Uh. So the assistant was like, well, why doesn't he read some script? So he, they had me read like a monologue from a CSI or something. Right. And the phone in the office continues to ring throughout my monologue and they're the only three people working there and none of them will grab the phone. So they're just listening that to me. That was disrespectful of you. <laughs> I was calling to say no thank you. I said, will somebody pick this fucking thing up? And um, it was amazing to me that then it became this thing that they wouldn't acknowledge the phone, that their own phone was ringing at all. And then they had me do it again. It being, oh, well, the phone won't ring this time. Instead of just putting it on silent or having someone answer it or something. Wow. And then it, so it was going, it, it wasn't going like to a voicemail. Gauntlet test to yeah. say, you know, yeah. this yes. is not, the, you expected a regular audition. Exactly. Welcome to the audition. Welcome gauntlet. to Ringtone the movie. We're <laughs> casting. You know, when you get on set, there's going to be a lot of times when people's phone ring while you're doing a take. And you need to be able to, like, like no, in the real world, they, they cut. What, what kind of acting class is this? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the real world. Porn. This is where you're going to wind up. Phones will ring. Oh. Phones we, will ring. Did somebody call for a pizza guy? That's how we get him in the room. <laughs> Phones will ring. Exactly. Did it occur to you maybe that guy who was visibly disgusted with you, like pocket dialed it on purpose? No, because with you? he wanted, he was, he, um, he had already, uh, he was giving me the finger with both hands. Throughout the entire audition, so it was like there's no way that. Oh man! 
holding the sacks like this. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He's texting with his middle fingers. He's like, please, someone call the office now. I can't wait to reject this guy. And then it was so funny because then he he begrudgingly took me on as a client. And then um, he a week later, there was a Christmas party or a holiday party or whatever. And he saw that I was working a lot commercially. And of course, he buddied up to me incredibly well at the holiday party, hoping that I would change commercial agents and go with him as well. After he had seen so many of my spots on the air, it was that's, so that embarrassing. Sound like a holiday agent at all? Like a genius, an honorable genius. No, I'm talking about the church. That wasn't an agent. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> Hilarious. No, I was looking at. Uh, mm. Actually, I remember uh, um, that Insight movie that we did. That they did. Uh, Rick and I played. We were detectives, but we were uh, like partners. Yeah, Richard Gabay. Richard Gabay and uh, Michael uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Right. Hey. Saw, saw him sitting at the desk. I was like, that's that's powder. I love it. I love powder. And it was great. And I, I he like emailed later that they had like cut out our. Our, our scene or something that, they, that we had that and the only thing that was included in the final movie I didn't see it was like us hanging out at the cop bar afterwards like after like the, the and the reason the, was they the went in a different direction within <laughs> 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 the context of the movie and the stuff we shot we went a different they direction they added it in a different direction <laughs> away from you <laughs> there will be a few of those along the way fellas oh, yeah. If you're lucky, yeah, still, <laughs> still keeps, working. Keeps you in dental, man. I was gonna say, you got paid though. Mm -hmm. No matter whether you made it in or not. Check clear. Check. Wouldn't that be awful if they didn't pay you? The check didn't clear until the edit came out. Year and a half later. Oh my. Oh, if you're lucky. <laughs> Year and a half later. Yeah. I was in um, a Lexus commercial once where I was hired as a principal, but then everyone got downgraded to an extra because we were, they discovered we were far enough from the camera. It's ridiculous. Or so I thought. I ran into this guy who's very big in commercials, works all the time. I'm like, man, it sucks we got downgraded. And he was like, what are you talking about? And he was every bit as far from the camera as I was. I have no idea why. Very strange. And they ran the hell out of it. Yeah. He was the director's uncle. His uncle was a Sagra. Mm. Probably. <laughs> How's everybody's food? Bill. Someone Bill, I'm chewing. It's <laughs> really good. Yeah, I'm enjoying Too it. Too loudly. In the mic. Fellas, we have to take shifts. We right. cannot all chew at once. Right. It's like the first watch. Yep. It's the first watch. First yeah. talk watch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. That's why I told that lame story. I was giving you guys some time to chew. Listen, it wasn't lame. It just lacked interesting details. <laughs> I, went, I thought about interesting details. We went another way. Yeah. <laughs> so did our audience. <laughs> what happened? They turned into another station, even though this isn't the radio. No. What else is on? Gunshot from the audience. <laughs> Suicide attempt. Not attempt. Success. Success. That's one of my favorite. You have devoted listeners. Yeah. They do something they do it they right. do it right yeah. that's one of my favorite Nick Schwartz and jokes uh, he's like he's like yeah, if, you know if I 
I'd never kill myself, but if I, if, if I did, I, I think I'd like to do it around other people. And like my last words would be, "Oh my God, who farted?" And <laughs> 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 blow your brains out. <laughs> people just turn around. Who, who did fart? I didn't even smell it. What happened? <laughs> I like that he's still asking that question rather than being amazed by the dead body. <laughs> I never thought about it that time, but that's true too. A good question. Who farted? Uh, classic. Yeah, that's that's us as a society more concerned about pointing the finger oh. <laughs> and pulling the finger. <laughs> that was good. Pulling the finger would have been stronger first. But that's, right. a, that's okay. Listen, we're not way. recording this, right? No, no. no oh my Follow God. the we're smoking the finger. finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the way to have lunch. This is, this is all right. That, that's one thing I've noticed about this. Like, It's a fun hang yeah. without this other thing. We should do it more often with more people. Yeah. We should record our lunches more often. We should. What about mostly if people don't know it's being recorded? You should record yeah, other yeah. people's lunches. <laughs> Just set the fuck up. Uh, Jay Edgar Hoover lunch. Oh. <laughs> Father died? Oh. <laughs> we bug places. Hilarious. You've been lunched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not chewing. That's what the counter is famous for. Tapping here. Yeah, Obama owns the counter. Yeah. As in, <laughs> in counterintelligence. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and it's hey. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. But that wedding was great. It really was. It really, really was super great. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of going to weddings. Yeah. kind of like. Whose wedding? Chris. Our friend Chris McKenzie Chris and, and Adrian Infante. Sometimes plays with uh, L. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. This improv group, L. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Oh. Where did they get married? Um, where that place Gordner's. Gordner's. In Hollywood. It's converted oh. into... It I, already was a cool I've place. I've seen you perform there. Yeah. yeah I, I was at the courtyard part that yeah. I did show. Awning yeah. over it. Yeah. I've done a show there, too. Yeah, I've fun. done an audience there. I've done. I've been a part of the crowd. Yeah. There. Yeah. And I we, remember the joke that I had when I was on the patio because they had like this big kind of candelabra with like yeah, right. like fifty candles. Huge. And I was like, it looks well, like no. Anne Rice's comedy. Club. It does. <laughs> I remember saying like, now I know a good place to perform comedy and worship Satan. <laughs> so it has, a, it has it all. No, it's actually just an a, a Yankee candle store that's been closed down forever. <laughs> it's a Depression era Yankee candle store. In the South, do they have Johnny Red candle stores? That... Yes. Just where? an ocean. In the South. Where? Johnny south of the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, where, the, where Yankees aren't welcome. Where Yankees ain't welcome. Even, even exactly. if they do have nice smelling candles. They don't call them the Yankees up north. Hmm. Maybe Yankee Candle renames its product line for the South. Yeah, it's like how Carl's Jr. And Hardee's are in two different areas. Mm -hmm. They know that the uh, that we are still a divided country. We get it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Yankee Candle. Who you call him Yankee? Oh, I didn't realize we come into we come into Confederate Candleland. At a certain point across the country, Hellman's mayonnaise has to switch to General Foods mayonnaise. That's right. But it's still as white understand. as it's ever been. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's in the Christian areas. Hellman's is too. It's upsetting in the Bible. With two, with two and where they put an extra and on. Hell. Yeah. It's called Heckman's. <laughs> Y'all want some? Yeah. Y'all want some Heckman's manners? Some Heckman's spread? Heckman? But that sounds kind of Jewish. The Jewish, yeah, yeah. yeah they, H E double hockey stickmans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their billboards did so much printing. They're out of, of business. <laughs> 
they can't be pushed They couldn't just like say, well, you know, we're Carl Jr. and we're Hardys. Well, yeah, what's the divide there? I, I have no Are idea. people upset by the name Hardys out here? Or? I, don't know. I don't know. It's not as hardy of a meal. That's Indeed. That, they, they can't lie. Fast food does not lie to us people. Well, Carl Jr. is a stupid name for restaurants. <laughs> Who the hell is Carl Sr.? He's, you know, he's, it's Carl's possessive junior. I'm younger than Carl. I am Carl's junior. <laughs> Anyone who's younger than Carl is Carl's junior. Unless he has a teenager trapped in the tool shed or something like that. <laughs> That's what it came from. Scream all you want, kids. We'll make more. Nine matter. miles in every direction. <laughs> Scream all you want. We'll make more. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they say to their cows. <laughs> that's in the slaughtering and the breeding process. <laughs> Why just you just there's a guy just out there yelling at cattle? <laughs> cattle don't know English, buddy. You <coughs> you've heard of the horse whisperer? <laughs> Cow yeller. Yeah, the cow yeller. yeller. You stupid bovine moron. I'm gonna eat you. You fortated schmuck. You're dead to me. Literally. <laughs> You're dead meat. Yeah. You're literally dead meat. <laughs> Everything literally. You're literally. Yeah. I like that the guy who has like this this stupid southern accent is still using words like literally. <laughs> You're both literally and figuratively dead meat. <laughs> Ever since. He's a college professor. <laughs> you can taste the math. insult as you bite into the beef. <laughs> been properly yelled at. <laughs> it's the anti-Kobe. <laughs> It's been being massaged in a pen, it's just been being punched in the face its whole life. (laughs) Yeah, you can't trust Kobe. That's right. Not in Colorado. No. I'm talking about the beef. I'm talking about the beef. I'm talking about the beef. A lot of DNA samples in that underwear. In that burger. Oh. <laughs> Why does this, the wrap of the burger looks like underwear? <laughs> and you say this animal was killed humanely? <laughs> because it's saying other, Your Honor. <laughs> what, the, the animal's willing to dismiss the charges for $10 million? Oh, okay. <laughs> Why is the defendant eating the plaintiff? <laughs> Because, mm. <laughs> what is your yeah? What is your justification? Mm. Well, Delicious. there you have it, Your Honor. Yeah, no further questions. I've had beef. I've had beef. It's <laughs> case dismissed. That's always a fun thing to yell if you're one of the attorneys. If you're one of the attorneys, case dismissed. What? This is Justice Texas style. <laughs> Your Honor. You've been served. Literally. <laughs> they have to say that every... every. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. 2013, the year the South discovers the word literally. <laughs> literally. And still doesn't get it We're not even kidding about that part. <laughs> oh boy! I remember seeing you perform one time, and there was uh, something you said, Rick, that really resonated. It was um, open mouth breathers. <laughs> that, mouth breathers. Yeah, the mouth mm. breathers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you guys this. What? It's an acting exercise, by the way. Mouth breathing. Yeah. It adds one layer of threat. 
to your bad guy. Of threat? Yeah. Wow. Animal, dog, threat. Primitive, subconscious threat. Well, I'm going to do a face. Okay. And since you can't see it at home, guys, actors, just practice at home. Okay. Think two variations. One with your bad guy saying something angrily to the mirror. Practice your angry speech right. with your mouth and kind of keep your face tight and keep your mouth closed. And the other one, leave it loose and hang it open while you're talking. Hey, what's your problem? There's some dog early fear of seeing an open mouth. Like it might bite you or something. Yeah, wow. and it's, a, it's not in your conscious mind. No. There's an added level of animal unpredictability to your character if the mouth stays a little bit open. Did you see, um, and I, I saw Nebraska last night, I was telling you. Yeah. And um, Stacey Keish threatens Will Forte and then eventually Bruce Dern, so to speak. And he had that, and it's funny, we were leaving the movie theater. We, I was kind of, I was talking about Stacey Keisha when I realized I was doing an impression of him. It was that that he had this kind of open mouth when he was threatening, and, there was, and it was in his breathing that was the real threat. That's why I'm afraid of Chris Christie. <laughs> I'm afraid of anyone, anyone with asthma. Right. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> There's no way he's running for president. <laughs> Waddling. <laughs> he's rascaling for president. Yeah. I was going to say jazzy. <laughs> he's slowly getting... Oh, he's running out of juice. He's running out of juice in Bergen County. By the way, juice is gravy. <laughs> Guys, vote Christie. <laughs> he's, he's in his ring. Ladle me, Mick. <laughs> Ladle. <laughs> Get back in there, champ. <sighs> okay. Did you see that somebody leaked all his stuff um, that he gave to Mitt Romney thing for when he was being vetted? Uh, he gave all this no. confidential stuff to the oh, Romney no. campaign because they were going to vet him to be the vice president. So he gave him all this stuff and somebody like leaked it online or in a book wow. or something. Wow. And it was stuff that was just like... Was it the binder full of women? It was the binder full of women. Was it the one called Double Down? <laughs> I don't know. There was one that came out recently that was called Double Down. Maybe. It, it might be, but he was like, he was like, he was like, I guess it's all kind of public record, but he's like, come on, you know. It's a binder full of donuts in his case. That's right. <laughs> but he had a. Um, it's a binder full of cream. <laughs> He'd be the first president to uh, uh, appoint uh, food objects to his cabinet. <laughs> you guys know my vice president, Mayor McCheese. <laughs> yeah, he's not even a political figure at all. He'd be eaten immediately, though. <laughs> he was, I keep my friends close and my food closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he has to get new cabinet members uh, weekly. <laughs> I'm up for another position. Don't go. Don't go. I'm a centrist when flying on an airline. Yes. I need two seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I reach out to the other side of the aisle because I overlap. Yeah, involuntarily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean Chris Christie's okay. famous two-seat policy? <laughs> Two seats in every ass? Not <laughs> <laughs> him, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait till there's other things to mock him about than him being fat, like yeah. scary political things. Well, I just want to say, we're great people. Oh, yeah. There's not a moment where I don't think we're fantastic. Oh, we're perfect. We're perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're perfect. <laughs> but uh, he seems like, I mean, if, if like, the far right is attacking him, it kind of makes me like, like well... Uh, there is no perfect like politician. No, 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 I mean, we're watching the very end of Spielberg's War of the Worlds where some of what we did to combat them did them a little harm 
everyone, every once in a while they'd suck and pops a grenade inside and takes the walker down with a whole everybody on board. But yeah. now they're just getting sick and staggering into each other and crashing into buildings on their own yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And it's not from us shooting through their shield, their money shield, just they're within the shield, they've gone insane and are getting sick and they're just dying inside their shield. Yeah. Yeah. We're what? But we're watching one nut go after the other now. Right. It's they're the winning, two party crazy. against the centrists against the, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But incumbents stay incumbents 90% of the time, so maybe even higher. because they gerrymandered the district, so the yeah, only people that they're voting for The Tea Partiers are, yeah. aren't going anywhere anytime soon, and they will continue to be a, a, a shrill, unreasonable voice <laughs> screwing things up in Congress for a very long yeah. time. A threat, yeah, yeah. They yeah. used to be like Germany's ally, Russia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, that looked like a pretty. We're gonna grab Earth with you know Japan and Italy and Russia. Oh boy! And then uh oh, right. Partner after partner <laughs> yeah. inverts on fascism. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost built in. That that much evil, you can't keep that many rats in one cardboard box. Fighting each other's balls off, you know. That's you why can't I, keep evil even no, near. The, evil yeah. only works when it's near good. I agree. The Legion of Doom Dichotomy. only works in comic books. Right. You don't have that many supervillains <laughs> in the same room unless it's a comic book. True. Because they all have their own motives. Yeah. Which yeah. are interesting to read the backstories of. Yeah. 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 It, I want to know the origin of the supervillain Hitler. <laughs> or Michelle Bachman. <laughs> yeah. I love how that's where we go. Yeah. Hitler and Bachman. Yeah. <laughs> the running team of Hitler and Bachman. <laughs> Attorneys at law. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, on, the, on the drive over here, um, not to, uh, we want to keep this evergreen, but today's Veterans Day. And Obama was celebrating the oldest World War II veteran. Did Richard Overton. Richard Overton. Wow. 107. Wow. I'm so glad you heard that. No, he drinks whiskey every day, smokes a cigar. Yeah. Huh. Still has a sense of humor and a spry wit and a twinkle. Yeah. And, uh, but it's and, not and, you. And it's a different person. You're not. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. I do have a spry wit and a twinkle. Yeah. If you're mi- missing being honored at the White House to have lunch on us. If you're 107, you look fantastic. Fantastic. You look really, really good. You look unbelievable. You look good anyway. It's the only way I'm going to hear that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not 107, <laughs> you look great. I'm 90. Oh, I was going to say, you're not 106, yeah. are you? No. <laughs> oh, because you look 106. <laughs> but 107, I'd never believe. Really? Are you re- uh, do you, are you related to him? Do you know or at all? Yeah, I'm Wayland. Yeah, I'm Wayland, that Prometheus. <laughs> no, um, on my Wikipedia page, it says I was born in 1957. So I saw that. Yeah, so people see that they're like, "You were born in 57. You look, you look really young. You look good." Like, well, if you think that I'm why did I see that? 56 <laughs> years old. Do you mean IMDb or? Um, I don't think it's IMDb. I don't know what it is. So pe- somebody probably put it up there, and I think, and don't quote me in Wikipedia, um, that you as the person, the subject of the page, cannot change the information. Ah. It has to be a third which party. Absurd. Which is absurd. I wouldn't yeah. change it anyway. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Because it says I was like born in North Carolina hey, Mom, in 1957. Would you change my info, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, Could you, you go on and give, give me some, uh, you know, glowing yeah. reviews about, about my career? Hello. Hey, man. I'm sorry. Uh, what time is it? It's four, about 4.30. In the morning? Yeah, yeah, in the morning. <laughs> what? <clears throat> what do you need? Are you all right? Yeah, it's... I know it doesn't sound urgent to you. It's, like, really important to me. This is a general thing. 
can you completely, can you redo my Wikipedia? <laughs> just just the age. I, I, want, I just need you to redo the age, and I'm not allowed to hack in. I'm going to give you some code numbers. I need you to grab a pen. <laughs> that's, that's where we are, though, in level of importance. While you're online, so many you people, also, you know what I mean? If uh, yeah. they see their Wikipedia page and they want to fix it immediately, like yeah. with IMDb, once your na- your age has been printed, or, or uh, not printed, but uh, uh, been released locked on IMDb, in, right? locked yeah. in, you can't say you're younger or older without proof of, of a birth certificate because those are people who hide their age on IMDb. Yeah. And um, but you want to hide their age in Hollywood? No, 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 on IMDb. Not Hollywood. No, no, no. But it's so funny that that, that is now. Yeah. That there's all those rules. Crazy. Have you guys ever cha- made any changes to Wikipedia entry? I've never touched the page I, once. I have. Oh, really? I, I And it's weird. I think I've only done it maybe a handful of times. But one was factual, but at least one was shitty grammar. Like, I was pissed off by how clumsily something was worded. I'm like, you could say that in a way simpler way. Yeah. And then I went back and changed it back to oh. me. And I changed it. <laughs> you went another way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Can I give you this? For you. Thanks. So, uh, traditionally, yeah. when they drop the check, it's wrap it up. So if there's anything that you wanted to, like, that we need to check out, or if you have anything coming up, or you want to talk about or promote, then we can... Oh. But... You don't right. have to do it. So, uh, are you on a TV show or something? I'm on Two Broke Girls on CBS. Oleg. Such yeah, we're, we're in the middle of third season right now. And uh, we're almost halfway. You know, that's kind of really... When I had a, a sense of, of, we, of time moving so much faster than I ever had a, viewed it before when you realize that you're already halfway into a third season of a show. And you know, it's so funny, but I, I think of that as, oh my God, we're almost done with the third season. And it's, it's kind of weird that I just know that summer will be right around the corner because being on the show just goes by so quickly that my concept of time has altered or absolutely, yeah, completely it's altered. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's, it's, been a, it's been a very incredible ride thus far and I, I'm sure it will continue to be. Absolutely, yeah. man. I'm super happy for you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm sure it's funny. You guys, uh, most of the guest stars, or a lot of them, I have known from other... Like, have you ever gone in for it? For, oh, I would love to. Yeah. I, <laughs> Put a word in. Yeah, I, listen, I'm recording this, and I'm just going to take this to CBS. I'm, gonna, the, I'm the affordable Jeff Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. Well, Damn it. I'm, Wait a minute. I'm the available <laughs> Steve Tobolowski. I love that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's really good. I'm the inexpensive... Michael Fassbender. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that, that's a that's a way to do. Yeah, I don't know I, how people go in for it, but I, it's it's amazing that I've gotten to work with so many of my friends. That's one of the coolest things about the show. Absolutely, you can have a so lot of guest people. stars on there. Yeah, yeah, we do, and it's in New York, so there's a it takes place in New York, so it's a real wide um, array of of, uh, of people, and kind of it's it's really nice. There's been so many different types in instead of uh, which I did like the show Friends, but I go that show could have taken place in Macomb County, Georgia. There were so many white people. Right? Uh, that was Macomb County, Georgia, the section of New York. Yeah, no, right? Macomb, Macomb Town. Twelve years a series. Friends version of New York City is whiter than Woody Allen's version of New York City. <laughs> yeah, Woody Allen directed an episode of Friends, and they were like, whoa, we've never had a black guy on before. <laughs> You've never seen Woody Allen's, is The Wire. 
<laughs> it's just a wire. It's an actual wire. <laughs> and the wire's Great. white. I, yeah. I don't know which end is which. I don't know what to plug in. Thank you very much. Wire. It's crazy. It's just like spaghetti here. It's just him as an electrician. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so sad. He comes back to stand up, but it's as Woody the electrician. Much like Larry the, the cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah, they're on tour <laughs> Terrible. That's his advice. You gotta go out there now a, with an angle hook. A satellite. You know, I'm, I'm watching, I'm in the middle of the American Masters. I know. Would you turn it off, please? We're trying to launch it. No, no, no. I'm actually asking you guys to calm down. I can't hear Woody's jokes. Oh, his is amazing, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I finished the first part of it, and I'm about to start the second part. That's a great series. I watched the Jimi Hendrix one the other night. I just watched the other one, that Hendrix one. You think you know everything about him, but to actually see the footage of him playing Sgt. Pepper's live three days after the album came out. A lot of great other footage in there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I have a T-boat. Jimi Hendrix is a musician. I don't mean to be controversial. But he had some talents. I'm gonna assert that. You're gonna be the first to say it. What do I owe you here? You uh, owe me this. Thanks for coming, man. Thank you. What do I? What do I owe you? It's a 28. I have to pay for Rick as well. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Honestly, lunch is my treat. That's part of the podcast. Thank you. You should do a podcast every day. Thanks a lot. We should do a podcast every day. Do another podcast for dinner. I'll be over. Yeah. I'll be over to. It's called free meal with Mac and I want to say I got a podcast that's called Overview. I do. Yes, you do. And so we got some fun shows coming up and. On the Sideshow Network. On the Sideshow Network, and uh, I'm going to be appearing in the Marlon Wayans sequel to Haunted House, Haunted House 2, cool. in March. Awesome. Uh, oh, congrats. Congrats, Rick. Very, That's very great. cool. Thank you. Very cool. And uh, I have a live monthly show. If you like comedy and you're in L.A., come see uh, Steve Benequist's Big and Tall show. I've done those shows. Uh, I've done it, too. We've all done them. Yeah, I'm going to be on it in a few weeks. That's true. Yes. Uh, a week from... Uh, now. Yes, week from yesterday, yeah. from now. the 18th. And, and uh, I understand you're also going to be in uh, Haunted House 2. Yeah, this, yes. This just in. Uh, indeed, yes. now I am. In my own version, I'm going to edit, edit myself. You know Halloween's <laughs> over. You just have a haunted house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's over. It's, it's, it's in November. Yeah. It's ridiculous. October is the only time it's acceptable. Yeah. It's, it's not the Scooby-Doo. It's a guy with a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steve. We pull off the sheet. Steve, why? Steve, what are you doing? Well, uh, I'm a Klansman. Steve, oh. it's November 7th. <laughs> That's less embarrassing somehow. Why were, well, they pull off the sheet, and it's another white sheet. <laughs> a dead Klansman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only good Klansman. It's the, the ghost of a yeah. The acceptable. <laughs> the sheet yeah. is on. <laughs> you could get musical with it. Why not? Hey, we don't have the rights to any Glenn Fry. Oh, uh, this is the edited. It literally cuts it down. Poorly edited. It's the story. It's a musical. We need a new kind of Rocky Horror cult, I- winking, ironic rock, goth horror musical. Yes, and it's a story within a story of. The production, a really shitty, cheap production of a ghost musical where everyone had to wear these sheets and they do this big number coming down a flight of stairs. Yeah. The guy lost the eye hole and he missed a step and he breaks his neck going down the flight of stairs. And now he's haunting the replacement actor in the production. That sounds great. Write it up. Write it up. 
already up here. It's already, it's, it's headed it out. Yeah. I, yeah, you're pitching it to us. Yeah. I, I think we're in. I, I'm, yeah. I'm completely in. One year for Halloween, I went as the uh, the ghost from Charlie Brown that had all the oh, idols cut in it. I love it. It was just like one sheet that you got a target. And That's great. Cut about 80 holes in it. You know? <laughs> I, one year I went as the Great Pumpkin. I just didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> and Godot, Godot sees you after the show and goes, I'm not saying you stole it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like parallel minds kind of thing. We both came up with it with not showing up. Isn't thing, that so. what Schultz did? He always pulled from Beckett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, 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 Charles. He's such a knockoff of Beckett's ridiculous. Did Beckett go insane in his later years? Because Schultz certainly yeah, did. They were both heavy drinkers. Yeah. It was yeah. like a Salieri and Mozart. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A lot of demons there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot just, of competition. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You were the one who got the soul of America's children. <laughs> what I wanted to get them through, Godot. Yes. <laughs> An endgame. You know, the children's stories. The children's stories. If someone had commissioned a dark, haunting requiem by Charles Schultz. <laughs> it was called Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown was pretty dark. <laughs> Those are, yeah, what's the, what's the one that just came out that, that, that it's like them as adults? It's a God Sees Dog or Dog Sees God. It's a play based on Charlie Brown as yeah, a grown up. As adults. Yeah. It's wow. a it's pretty interesting or so I've heard. Not interesting enough to remember the title. Does his obviously. voice change into Wawa's or No, those are the teachers. There's no doubt. Yeah, just the old when he grows into an adult. Uh-oh, that's like yeah, that's their transition. It's yeah. like their Logan's run. Yeah. When they peep at 30, they just have yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Alright. Uh, hey. Logan Logan's run, you mean Hollywood. <laughs> awesome. awesome. I think that's a perfect Beep. place to end it, Rick. <laughs> Literally. All of our Literally. Literally. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for yeah, Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks fun. Super duper fun. Literally fun. <laughs> All right, my friends, that was it. Episode 7 the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Special thank you to Rick Overton, Jonathan Kite, and Steve Benequist for joining me sitting down at the counter there in Studio City. Uh, check us out, grabbinglunch.com. Check me out, mattknudsen.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, next week, these come out every Wednesday, Episode 8 with Dave Holmes and Damian Fahey, both Formerly of MTV Music Television, Dave Holmes, Damian Fahey, Episode 8, coming out next Wednesday. It's the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Until then, in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night.